Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Ooh, that was a weak one today. It was weak. I'll blame user error on that one. All right. I mean, you did the same motion you always do. Yeah, but I think I got a little cocky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happens sometimes, you know. Happens, happens to the best of us. It does happen to the best of us. We have a beer in front of us that is a style I've never heard of before. <laughs> and because of a, a lovely direct message from one of our P1s, Taylor, uh, he said, why don't you guys do a style episode? You haven't done one in a while. And I looked at the, the list of styles and I was like, oh yeah, it's been a long time since we've done one. Usually because we tried to bring a guest on or go somewhere, uh, or we, we decided we wanted to do that more with styles because we were just kind of doing it on our own. And... Uh, we just kind of stopped. But no, we're going to do a style episode today. We're going to do steam beer. Steam beer. <clears throat> Not like Anchor Steam, but steam beer. Yes, like Anchor Steam. Oh, yes, like Anchor Steam. Yep. Okay. Well, I had thought I hadn't heard of a beer like this. <clears throat> I have. I just didn't realize that was a specific type of beer. Um, that's the style of the episode today. Yes. We have Occidental Steam Beer in front of us that we'll be drinking for the segment. And then uh, we got a beer of the week that's going to be a little bit different as well on the podcast. You can find us, Instagram.com slash Beers on Us, at Beers on Us Pod on Twitter. I did tweet out the link of the beer description from last week. Uh, on the Twitter. So if you wanted to go find out about Esters, you can uh, go find that on the Get Twitter. nerdy. And then Facebook.com <clears throat> slash beers on us as well, although I've yet to be added back as admin to our Facebook page. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> I'll get in touch with people at Facebook, you know. Yeah. You're, you're friends with Mark Zuckerberg, I know. Uh, I try not to tell people that. I don't want my house egged every night. <laughs> uh, you can find us also most places you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni, 1080thefan.com. Subscribe. Subscribe. Words, Mike. Subscribe, rate, review, and download. It helps. And uh, if you haven't done it yet and you're a regular listener, just you know, give us a star rating and, and write a little review for us. Takes two seconds. And uh, if you like us, you can do that. If you hate us, you can also do that. But, you know. Why you listen to something you hate? You don't have to <laughs> if you don't want to. That Brewer, your one-star review. 
you jerk. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I listen to a lot of sports talk radio, and my favorite shows are the ones I hate. <laughs> I love hate listening to podcasts. <laughs> I listen to them all the I time. I have full control over what I can download and listen to, and I love hating it. I love it so much. Um, all right, so Week in Beer this week. I didn't have anything crazy. I did buy a red chair. Ooh. Which is really good this year. Oh, nice. That's exciting to hear. Very smooth. Very creamy. I generally really like that beer. Uh, it's such an easy drinker. It's one of those where I had one and I have to like stop myself and be like, don't finish the six pack in two days. <laughs> you have this for a week. You bought this for your week of beer. So I've been going one a day. It's been very, very nice. Right. Uh, it's a very, very easy drinkable beer. Really, the, the Deschutes one-offs this year have been very good. I like Jubilee a lot. I like Red Chair. Um, I was wrong about the Abyss being in six packs. It's in four packs. That makes more sense. Um, it, it it looks like a six pack. It's in the same kind right. of case, and they're stacked behind each other. Reminds me of like North Coast with Old Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Those are in four packs. Yep. <clears throat> so it is. I didn't buy that. $20 for four seemed less appealing than $20 yeah. for six. $20 for six, you're like, ah, I can make that work. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. 20 for four, I was like, uh... I still might do it. Like, They're still what? on the shelf. Like, but... what is this field work? What is this <laughs> California breweries? Uh, so I didn't. I didn't actually have that. But the red chair was good. <clears throat> I had Culminations Baltic Porter. I haven't had Culmination in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to when this podcast started. We gave a lot of love to Culmination, and then I kind of just. It was one of those where like, ah, oh, they're good, but I'm going to try something different. Well, I had the inn over there too. That's true. So and that then, helps. And then he left. Yeah. Um, but uh, I liked it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And then I also had. The smoked lager from Wayfinder, that was something good. I was nervous. I tried it because I wanted to try a style that I would normally never pick. Mm-hmm. Things that Roush are beer, yeah, that's what it was called. Things that are smoked, I don't like. I don't like the smoke flavor because I feel like it overpowers it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's done well, then sure, great, fantastic. But mostly, in my opinion, it's not been done well in what I've tried. This beer was so mild in the smoke flavor. It was just like a little hint of it, and it was so good. That's awesome. And it was so smooth. And well, I've had some issues with some of the Wayfinder cans the last couple of months where I like, it's not exactly the beer that I remember having. This one was dynamite. So that was my weekend beer. Quite enjoyable. Well, that's how we've kind of, I, I feel like that's how we've kind of seen a lot of the Roush style beers coming around these days is that subtlety is key. I think there is a demographic out there that wants. <clears throat> prominent smoke flavor as i have to clear my voice uh but i think the average consumer is much more into drinking a smoked lager you know whether it's a hellas or whatever kind of whatever kind of lager base you want to do if it has subtlety and these days we're in the business of trying to sell beer so i commend a lot of the brewers for bringing the smoke level down noticeable but not overpowering let let the beer speak for itself don't cover it up with something like smoke because don't forget that that's an adjunct yep so you know it's like we talk about this with barrel aged beer with barrel aged stouts the vanilla it's that so tricky you want to give it a little bit of flavor but if you go too far it's way too much way too sweet and it <clears throat> destroys all the it, other flavors yep, and it kills all the other flavors my week in beer let's see i had speaking of wayfinder i drank a four pack of relapse their cold ipa which i just I really like that beer i really like that style and I think, as weird as this sounds, I'm going to say this again. I kind of said this about Pilsner or about lagers last week. It tastes cold to me. Yeah. And I know that doesn't make sense. I get it. 
but it's like it's almost like a like a back of the back of the mind sort of thought process with me. I wonder. And I feel like it's cold out, and I'm like in my apartment where I've got the heat cranked, and I'm drinking this relapse IPA, and it's like the opposite effect of when you're cold and have hot cocoa. It's like I'm warm and I have this uber so cold beer. I wonder if also it may be happening because in this time of year, especially because we've been doing the podcast, these winter beers all have spices. They've got warming effects on mm -hmm. them. It's it's for the cold winter time. I wonder if you are so used to that that when you have one that is not like that, you're like, ooh, this is cold. Yeah, and I also think that you know due to COVID and not going out, we spend more time at our house. And you're spending less money so you can afford the, the higher heater bill. You know, <laughs> like why not? Screw it. I'm not going to do anything else. Might as well be warm and cozy. I hate the heat, so I'm not like that at all. <laughs> uh, some other things. Let's see. What else did I dabble in? Um, I had some fresh Crip Keeper from our friends at Grains of Wrath. Excelente. Um, that's in cans, and I got some of that. Um, I had their Schwarz beer on draft. I can't remember what it's called. I don't have my phone in front of me. I took a picture I was going to put on Instagram. Maybe I'll throw it up there this weekend. Uh, but that was delicious. That was really, really good. So kudos, props to those guys. And I had some cool, fun new stuff that I had. Uh, R-I-I-P, I imagine Rip yeah. Brewing in California. Okay. They're like, I looked at their website and they've got some surf stuff. So I'm... I'm gonna go with Rip. It's a, it's the bra. Yeah, yeah. Rip bra. Rip. Uh, I had Broski. some. I had some dank IPA from them that was solid. And then day one, our good friend Robbie over at day one had uh, two West Coast IPAs from Radiant, which is a brewery in California as well. One of them I thought was okay. The other one I thought was excellent. Um, and I you've can, been really trying a lot of the <clears throat> California beers. I'm trying because like if I can find another Beechwood, I'm gonna be jacked. If I keep finding more cellar makers and field works, then I'm not going to be as jacked. <laughs> um, and that's just kind of, you know, I haven't seen a whole, you know, it's, 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 sometimes it's tough to find new stuff from local places these days. At least I feel maybe I'm looking in the wrong places. But what that leads me to is why we're here today. Yeah. I went to one of my shops to look for a different beer for beer of the week. And I came across this steam beer. From Occidental. And I looked at it and I was like, a steam beer? Who the hell's making a steam beer? Of course it's Occidental. And kudos to the Occidental crew because I love their branding. Because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the case. There's all these single cans everywhere. And it's all these weird colors and cartoons and stupid crap on these labels. And I don't understand what anything is. And I looked at that and it just said steam beer. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna go with that. So the simple worked for you. The simple worked. You were texting me. You were like, hey, like, what are we going to do on the podcast today? You want to do a style? And I was like, okay. And you were like, well, I picked up a steam beer from Occidental. If you want to do that, I was like, is that a style? And you said, yes. Yes. And I went, I've never heard of that before. And I guess I have because I know what Anchor Steam is, but uh, I didn't realize that was a style. I thought that was just the name. Mm -hmm. Up there, I thought it was like an amber, you know. Well, Anchor is the name of the brewery. Yes, I knew that. Steam is the name of the beer. Yes, I knew it's like that. Mac and Jacks is the brewery. African Amber is the beer. Right, but I thought it was Steam was the name. Like, uh, not all beers in the name say what the type of beer is. Sure. I thought it was just Steam, and then it was like an amber or something. Gotcha, gotcha. So clearly, I'm an idiot. It's all right. It's all right, man. You ready to do this? Yes. Dive into this into this style. I'm ready. What okay. is the style? Tell me. Teach me. I know nothing. So the, the steam beer is basically it. It's the it's the opposite cousin of a Kolsch in the sense that it is a lager yeast fermented warm. Okay. Instead of the 
Kolsch being an ale yeast fermented cold. Ales okay. tend to be fermented at warmer temperatures, uh, lagers at colder temperatures. So it's reversing it. So it's reversing it. And okay. this style was created due to lack of refrigeration around like the gold rush. One could argue that this is the only true American created style of beer. Also known as the California Common. That this is the only beer that has, that roots are really only traced back to America. Even like the IPA wouldn't be traced back to America? Go back to England. Okay. Because I was thinking of all the hop farms here. And, right. You know, that no, kind but of it's, thing. its roots are in England. Okay. Stouts would also be over there. Mm-hmm. All, your, all your lagers would be over there. Porters are probably Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. Kind of the Polish and yeah, like all your all your all your you know Russian all your stuff. all your trapels, all your farmhouses. Yep, you're, that's all coming from France, Belgium, Germany. Interesting, interesting. Okay, yeah. so it's one of the only, if not the only, American style of beer. Yep, and, and there aren't that many examples of it. I mean, people make California Commons, but nobody really packages it. Mm-hmm. And so the idea is to just kind of give you like. So if people are making this. And it's not labeled a steam beer. It would be labeled a California Common. Correct. So it would be like Blah Blah Blah's Brewery California Common. Mm-hmm. That's or it. Or a common ale. Okay. I've never really seen that. So I, I, I believe it, you. I just it, haven't seen it. It's a style that's not really sexy. There's not a whole lot to this beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I think what's kind of cool about this beer and this style is it's massively open for interpretation. Okay. Because there is, I mean, Anchor is one of the oldest, if not the oldest brewery, craft brewery in America. Their house beer is their steam ale, and that is what a lot of people have based, you know, when it comes to judging the criteria, it's all based on that beer, and that came out of California, and I think it's just something that you can kind of mess around with, because you're really just trying to make a lager, but at warm temperatures. Well, it's interesting. So I've taken a couple of sips while we've been talking here. I was very thirsty, and- uh, I'm thirsty, too. I was just busy yapping. (laughs) I'm curious- about the style because you say it's open for interpretation but when i go back and remember what anchor steam tasted like to me and what this tastes like is it's extraordinarily simple Mm -hmm. you take a sip nothing bowls you over with any sort of crazy flavors um it's very smooth Mm -hmm. it's very easy drinking but it just kind of feels like that's it so could you make this style of beer you say it's open for interpretation and really change it up, but still have it be a steam beer if it's a lager that was made warm? I think so. I think that's kind of it. And everything I was reading about the steam beer is it's kind of base is just trying to make a lager, but at ale temperatures. Okay. Due to lack of refrigeration. And to use Occidental's description, for example, uh, it's a throwback to pioneer brewers who produce lagers without the aid of refrigeration using our house lager yeast, but fermented at a higher temperature. This is a lightly hopped brew with a slight hint of fruitiness, unlike a typical lager. 5%. Yeah, this is very, it's very neutral to me. I don't know. Did you take a sip? Yeah. Uh, it's very, very neutral. I'm not getting a lot of the hop character. I'm not getting a very fruity anything. It's just kind of, in a it, it, it reminds me of a cream ale. In some ways, just because of the actual okay. way that it hits my palate. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but it's just how it's hitting my palate. It reminds me of that in just the way it's in the middle. It's creamy, and it's simple, and it doesn't overpower you with anything, but it tastes good. It's kind of it's kind of where it's hitting me right now. All the action in this beer, in my opinion, all the action is in the back end. Okay. That's where I get everything. Now, you are right. The aroma... Not, not, much. not I, much. I get I get a hint of that, maybe a little hint hop fruity. 
body, real clean, real smooth. I mean, it helps for drinking Occidental. Of course. Thanks, guys. Um, very, uh, do you agree it's kind of creamy? Yeah. There's like yeah. a creaminess as it goes through. Mouthfeel is really awesome. Mm -hmm. I think mouthfeel is really great and, and smooth. And when it finishes and it starts to dissipate, it kind of lingers a little bit. It's got that kind of like um, quench to it. Like I want another sip. Mm -hmm. This might be, drinking this beer right now, this might be the ultimate bridge for a Coors Light drinker. Interesting. It's got a touch sweetness. The only thing I, I get a touch sweetness. The only thing I would say that that wouldn't be the case is funny enough when you talk about drinking something that tastes cold. Coors Light does like when you take a sip, it's like wow, that's cold, right? And they do that intentionally. I'm like wow, that's sweet green apple. Uh, well, <laughs> sure, you whatever you want to say, but it is kind of cold. This is not that. When you first take a sip, it's like. It, it, it reminds me, not that I've been well, there to do it. this isn't as cold as a Coors Light would be, because this has been out of my fridge on the drive to here and in here. So maybe 20 minutes, sure. which shouldn't really do anything to it. But. I, I don't feel like it's doing too much. But I'll, no, the Rockies are not are not blue. Right. Right. <laughs> Although the can is blue. <laughs> uh, the What I was thinking of is, I haven't done this myself, but from what I've heard from people who go to Ireland and you get a Guinness, you have to have it room temperature. Mm hmm it kind of reminds, it's not, but it reminds me of that when you take a sip, it's like it hits your palate and it's room temperature. Okay. Um, I don't know if that would be good for a bridge because those people are drinking those beers because they want what they deem as crisp and refreshing and, right. and beer and, and light. I'm not sure this would be the bridge for that. It would be a bridge because it's not overly flavorful, so it wouldn't be punching them with hops that they don't yeah. like or it wouldn't be giving them too much sweetness or anything, but I'm not sure if it would be the perfect bridge. Okay. In my opinion. I think I think what gets me really excited about this is that it's America. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like, you know, F, yeah. I don't mean that in a storm the capital BS kind of way. I mean that in like for something that we have like Americans have taken have taken beer and for a lot of styles pushed the envelope and taken it to a whole nother like IPA, you're welcome. Like, anybody that drinks IPAs in the world, America says, you're welcome. Right. And the Brits are going to sit there and be like, well, we created it. And we're like, cool, we perfected it. And those East Coasters are like, well, ours are juicy. And I'm like, cool, ours are better. Like, West Coast for life. Have a West Coast IPA. Transfer that 400 years ago, and someone's going to be, their mind's going to explode. So that's great. But we don't really have anything that we've created. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, now... This goes into the long, this, go, this, the steam beer now goes into the list of the four greatest things America has ever created. The steam beer, baseball, jazz music, and the Declaration of Independence. That's America, baby. <laughs> that is America. The California Common, Miles Davis. This might be a question. Game, this might be a question for another podcast. And steam from Occidental. And steam. By it, the way, God bless Occidental. Like, of course they would make a steam beer. Of course they would. It makes sense, right? Of course. This this begs the question, maybe this is better for another podcast, or maybe this is something we can ask brewers generally, because I don't happen to know, is, is there room for a completely new style of beer made in America? Like because what would it be? What would it be? How could you do it? What would make it uniquely American, or is it, you know, ingredients that are available here only, mm -hmm. or whatever, um, that isn't borrowed from somewhere else in the past? Because if this is truly the only one that is a American style and American style. I love that it's like not very flavorful. Flavorful. You're yeah. like, that's America. <laughs> <laughs> it's we like, do things differently, but it's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's something else that, that you could, another style that you could start that would be.
truly American. I know. It's one of those things. Like, I think about it with music all the time, you know, like, and we, and we see this with entertainment. I mean, look at all the, look at all the reboots we see in Hollywood and sequels and stuff like that. And, you know, genres of music, how, how does somebody really create something new when it feels like everything's already been discovered? It's very hard. But that is a silly way to walk through life if you feel like everything's been discovered. Because mm-hmm. you should always be searching for the next great thing for yourself and for others. Wow. That's very, very, very big. Yeah. Big brain right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's steam beer. And you can thank Anchor, because without Anchor, we might not have Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa! Nice I mean, job. I mean, that is kind of true, because, like... I yelled put, really loud. I apologize to your ears. <laughs> they put, you know, they're the California they're the California craft brewery. Yeah. Anchor is. It's interesting. The last time I had an Anchor steam, uh, I was eating sushi in left field under the giant glove, watching a Giants-Diamondbacks game. Hell yeah. Right? I, I walked into the stadium, took some pictures in front of the Willie Mays statue, walked in, sit in the left bleacher... Uh, left field bleachers. Zach Greinke was on the mound for Arizona, and uh, I had myself a steam beer. Mm-hmm. And a uh, Matt Moore was on the mound for the Giants. Okay, and uh, I had some sushi, and it was an excellent time. It's a weird choice for ballpark food, but you know what? I'll, I'll accept that. That Giant Stadium in AT and T, dude, San Francisco. They do weird things down now. There. Oracle Park, remember? Oh, whatever, dude. What is Oracle? Why are they? Is it going to be San Francisco brought to you by Oracle? Oracle is like the computer services company. I don't know what that means. Well, I don't think anybody they don't knows what it means. They service my computer. Well, I'm sure there's there's something that they've done in your computer. I don't know. I have Apple. Okay. Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Care. So, uh, Steam Beer. I'd be curious if we see more of these ever, or if this is just like a once-in-a-while style that like three breweries will ever make. I know. I wish I would have had a little more time because I would have tried to hunt down like a six-pack of Anchor I Steam. Oh, yeah. Just to kind of side-by-side. I mean, I might still... Look, keep my eyes out for some over the weekend. Share I, some with you. I don't see Anchor up here, ever. I always see the uh, except maybe on draft sometimes. I always see the Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. They're they're winter beer because mm-hmm. they'll they'll make them in the giant magnums. They put them in the little shorties. Remember the really oh awful yeah we one had we the had terrible here? one yeah yeah it was like four <laughs> years old. Well, there you go. There's steam beer, Occidental steam beer in a kind of light blue can. On the side here it says brewed for the Humbug Lager Fest 2020, and there's a the guy with a hat on and he looks very cantankerous and uh yeah so go buy the beer if you're interested in trying the style it's a very smooth easy drinking beer uh it's kind of like a good it's kind of like a good super bowl beer like you're just chilling you can have a couple of them it's not going to kill you it's light it's not going to overtake any of the food so it might be a good style of beer for that dang dude we should have done that what what to drink for the super bowl oh well, we did this already. Do we put this on pause and release it next week and then just record one real quick? No, because we don't have time to do that. And we're already 20 minutes, 21 minutes in, so let's uh, let's not do that, okay? <laughs> That's a lot of work that's going to be paused and thrown out the window and forgotten about. Uh, uh, so, your week in beer. Uh, nothing. Uh, yep. I got nothing this week. I got week. nothing in this um, week in beer. Um, I'll tell you next week what my week in beer was last week. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's uh, It's nothing. You didn't drink anything for the Super Bowl? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I have to work at 5.30 in the morning the day after the Super Bowl. That is unfortunate. I know. Um, all right. So, Beer of the Week's coming up next. It's a beer that I've described on the podcast, and I want to see it. it You're going to be so disappointed. You know you are. Well, it's not about being disappointed. It's I want to see what you taste in the beer, and if what I'm tasting makes sense to you, because I've never tasted anything like this in a beer before. All right. So, I want to see if you taste it. 
That's I'm all. in. I'm in. You might not like it. I just feel like every time we do this, when I'm like, Mike, I really want to know what you think about this. Or you're like, Patrick, I really want to know what you feel about this. The other one's always like, eh. Right. <laughs> well, hey, we got different palettes. It's totally fine. This is not because I love this beer. Right. It's a it's a fine beer. I, I had the six pack of it. I didn't drain pour it. It's good enough. But the flavor off the top is so strange to me. I wanted to bring in a friend who right. knows beer a little better and maybe okay. can describe the flavor to me. Maybe it's an off flavor, or maybe it's something that's just completely out of left field that neither of us have had before. So that's next in Beer of the Week here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! Much better. Much Put better. a little more gusto into that. It went to the gym in between segments. He did not. He also didn't run to get the beer like he promised me. He slowly ambled out the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I walked, dude. Yeah. Slow walked, too. Without a doubt. Uh, so the beer of the week this week is one that I brought up, I think, two weeks ago on the podcast. It is the Tender Loving Empire Northwest Pale Ale uh, from Fort George. It is a beer that has a very interesting flavor that I'm having a really hard time placing. And it's got a cool can art. You know, we've talked about Fort George. We've had inconsistent experiences with them the last year or so. What's Tender Loving Empire? I don't know. Um, it's not beer. It's the name of the beer. Right, right, right. Or partially the name of the beer. And a company, but I wonder what that company is. Uh, yeah, it's a collaboration with them, I guess. I don't have my phone on me. The <laughs> I know. He's avoiding Premier League scores. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm trying. He doesn't want to get his uh, his Liverpool game spoiled. Well, it's actually more the Aston Villa West Ham. Like that's the game I really wanted to watch. <laughs> Not your I was own like team. Liverpool Brighton. I was like, my team sucks, dude. Like <laughs> Brighton is probably gonna be zero zero draw. Yeah, or Brighton's gonna win one nothing because you yeah. guys can't finish or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, Mane's not starting. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to go watch Jack Grealish. Yeah. Uh, at least your team didn't lose nine nothing for the second time in two years. Well, hey, hey don't worry, I had to watch that whole thing. So you had to. Well, thank God McCarthy had chose six to. saves, which helped him get zero points in fantasy <laughs> instead of minus. Um, so this being the we're, beer of the week is not boring. The people <laughs> is not a beer that I'm choosing because I love it. It's a beer because I'm choosing because I don't know what the flavor is and I want to see if Patrick can help me with it or if it's as interesting to him as it is to me. It was not a drain pour for me. It was a beer that I tried and I've finished the five of the, the six pack prior to this. But the way I described it is when you walk into a brewery and it's got that fresh hop smell, that is what this tastes like off the top. It is completely different than anything I've ever had before, and that's why I brought it in for Beer of the Week, and I need I need help. Help me, Patrick Harris. And if you guys have had this, help me. What, what have you tasted? Because it's different, right? I already saw you make that face. It's very different. The nose also gives you that smell of walking into a brewery to me. I don't follow that line of thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't follow the walk into a brewery and, and smell. I might be a little different because I've done it for like three plus years your nose blind to it yeah that i'm kind of that i'm well i mean it is a very i i have a very specific brewery smell like i know what it smells like to walk into milwaukee i know what it smells like to walk into slab town but that doesn't mean i know what it smells like to walk into breweries in general breweries yeah. in general i don't understand this nose in any way shape or form i don't know what i'm smelling it's weird right i smell something but i don't know what it is <clears throat> The taste, the taste just is kind of like a, the taste is kind of, you know, the, a, a fruity-ish kind of hop character, maybe a touch oxidized, which is kind of status quo for Fort George these days. Um, but I don't know what that is in the nose. Yeah. 
I think that's what causes the initial sip for me to be such an interesting flavor mm-hmm. is because you first taste with your with your smell. Right. So as you're taking the sip, you're smelling it, and it really alters what that initial sip tastes like. And the beer's to me. thirty days, so it's not no, it, it's not past its prime. By I made sure I, again. I've done a much better job of buying beers that have good dates. And this was one that I was looking at the dates, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen this flipped it upside down. I was like, oh, okay. Pale ale especially, it's it's fine enough in 30 days. But at first I was worried it was an off flavor, but I don't think it's an off flavor um, that I get in the beginning. It's just completely out of left field that I've never had before. I think the beer itself, I think flavor-wise this beer is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think this beer is like blow your socks off. I don't think this beer is trash. But I, that's why I said I didn't drain pour it. I'm drinking them. I'm enjoying them just fine. They're nothing. They're not. It's nothing to blow me away. It's just so strange, and I don't understand what it is. And maybe that's part of the appeal. Is like, wow, this is a unique thing that's interesting that nobody's done before. It's but it smells a little sour. Really? Yeah. As I'm like trying to, I'm like trying in a to, bad way. Yeah, kind of in a bad way. Um, I'm trying to like wrap descriptors around this. It's funny because it's tough. You're like, it smells like when you walk into the brewery, and I'm kind of like, it smells like the grain bins on a hot summer day, two days old. <laughs> which isn't, they're kind of similar, right? Which isn't incredibly wrong. Which right. isn't that different, right? Um, but yeah, when a lot of the like wort sits in grain bins and it's 100 degrees outside in a couple days, it starts to turn a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of real gross. So that's what you're kind of getting a little bit, kind of. Well, I'm just getting like a sour smell to it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, That's there you all go. I have for you. He didn't help very much. But if you've <laughs> if you've if you've had this beer, uh, and you understand what I'm saying, or if you have a better idea of what your palate was for this, let us know. Instagram.com/slash beers and us, uh, Twitter at beers and us pod, or Facebook.com/slash beers and us, and let us know what you've what you've tasted. Um, it's just so interesting. It is interesting. It's just one of those things that I tried it. I, I know what I expect in a Northwest Pale Ale, quote unquote, and this did not hit a lot of those flavors for me, which is why it just kind of blew me away. I took that first sip and I was like, what am I drinking? What have I chosen? And uh, okay. Patrick also very flummoxed. <laughs> it's good to know that I'm not alone. Yes, yes. No, I don't I don't understand this. Um, I think I understand its flavor. I don't understand its aroma, but I also don't understand its direction. Yeah. Like what's Northwest about it? Right. That's what I'm saying is I expected the... You know, that classic, mm-hmm. there's a hop flavor, right. but it's a pale, so it's not as bitter. It's going to be easier drinking, and it kind of just, like, darts all over the place. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really find one profile, which for me is actually not a bad thing because I like beers that kind of have a lot of different levels to them, like I talked about, but it's just, it's hard to wrap your mind around, and uh, that's why I brought it in. Let's get you out on this. What uh, what are you going to drink for the Super Bowl? So I imagine you're just going to be at your house with your roommate. Yeah. Because we're not going to parties. Correct. Um, what are you thinking? Are you going to go variety? I mean, what I usually or are you, do. Or are you, are you going to do like a normal weekend beer where you're going to go to the store and pick out four or five different beers? Or are you just going to grab a six or an old standby? I'm not 100% sure because usually the way my weekends tend to go is Saturdays are the days I get the, the four or five beers. Mm-hmm. And I usually have them throughout the day, yeah. maybe with one or two left over for Sunday. Um, whereas Sunday, I tend to have whatever's in the fridge. Because I have work in the morning and I just come home and I just, you know, order food or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because it's the Super Bowl, I feel like I got to do something special. So I might I might go to the store and get myself some unique singles for that day. That's probably what I would do. Because I, li- I love to have the, <clears throat> the single cans and just pour it into a pint glass and just kind of have a couple of those throughout the day. Yeah, I don't 
don't know what I'm going to do either. It's weird because there's no parties, right? Like, yeah, even, even if you're having like two people over, right, which you're allowed to do. Um, I mean, this is America. You're allowed to do whatever you want. Well, look, right. at the, look at the California common steam beer. Very true. <clears throat> it's safe to have a couple of people over, sure. um, which you can do. But even that, it's like it's not a real party. Right? You're yeah. not going to go buy a ton of beer for a ton of people. Like a couple of people are coming. You get a couple of uh, six packs. You get a box of beer or something, and that's all you need. Uh, I feel like I might pull something fancy out of the cellar uh-huh. to to maybe share with Sounds with some, with with, uh, with the peeps. And uh, but I'm I. I feel like at this moment, this being Wednesday, and we have time, I feel like I'm probably just going to buy a six pack, mm-hmm. something, something safe. You know, I've been drinking so much Ruben's Bits and Bobs. What's another six pack to my name? <laughs> um, so I feel like I might go that route, but who knows? I could get a wild hair in me. And for those that I don't, think it's one of those things where because beer is not the priority, because you're focused on the game, you're watching the commercials, mm-hmm. having something that you know you like that's not going to get you hammered. That's just a good, easy drinking beer as a solid Super Bowl beer where you get yourself a six-pack of Bits and Bobs or mm-hmm. whatever. Whatever it is for you that's a light, easy beer like Red Chair. You sure. get yourself a six-pack and you have that. It's good. You don't have to think about it. You drink the beer. You're watching the game. You're following your bets. You're playing squares, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, you get up, you get another one, and you know, by the time the game's over, you've had a couple. You've had four of them. You've had five of them maybe, and you're just kind of chilling, right? You got a little buzz going, you're enjoying your day, you're not too full from it, you're able to eat the snack food, and it's all good. And the final thing, for those that don't listen to the Hot Corner or Primetime, the shows that we work on, um, who you got? Chiefs. Chiefs. I, I made as, a couple of bets now. I do as well. I have Chiefs minus three. I took a parlay that is Travis Kelsey to have 100 yards receiving. I heard this yesterday. And two touchdowns, mm-hmm. which is plus 550 odds. That's a great number. Uh, I took Tyreek Hill as MVP. That's kind of a hedge if that doesn't happen with Kelsey. Mm-hmm. He's plus 1,600 to win MVP. Um, I put like three bucks on that. It will all win like 80. And then I took the over the longest penalty is 18 and a half. Yeah, I heard this yesterday. I that love was all a, those bets. That was a souk pick, and I was I like... I love all those bets. You like my picks? That's I, good. I, I, yeah, I, well, I listened to the whole segment yesterday, and uh, everything those guys had, or everything you guys were talking about in the prop bets, I thought it all made sense. Yeah. I might actually, I might actually download the Oregon Scoreboard app and I might put some money on this Super Bowl. I never gamble. You should do it soon then, because you have to like verify that you're a real person. Oh right, right. And you right. have to send them like a picture of your license. So well, like, I already did that with my GameStop account, so we'll right, right. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. My fifty million later. Well, no, it's been dropping. So you've lost a lot of money. Are you holding? Like you got diamond hands? No, I sold because oh. I'm not an idiot. No. Oh. All right. I also didn't buy because I am an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Paper hands Patrick over here. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. Yes, and, uh, have fun. Be safe. Let us know what beers you're drinking in our, in our DMs and let us know what, you, what you're doing for the Super Bowl. We'll be back next week, uh, 4 o'clock on Thursday on The Dot. Now forever because we can schedule everything. Booyah, baby. Fantastic. Uh, so we'll see you guys next week. 14.